Good evening, Lisa. James got a haircut. James got, got a haircut. <laughs> Finally, it's a revelation to all. I'm not sure how the ladies are feeling. I'm sure you probably have a few more things to look forward to than the guys who just have simple needs. But um, it's been a big day across the board, hasn't it, Lisa? Oh, my God. Honestly, just driving around everywhere, seeing cafes full and shopping yeah. centres full Life. and traffic. Back. I've never been so happy to see traffic. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it was almost like just, as you say, just walking past or driving past, seeing shops, activity, people back out, businesses opening their doors. I think there's just a little bit more calm back in the uh, back yeah. in the community again. We can go back to life as normal as we possibly can. And, Absolutely. Um, and you're not looking over your shoulders every two minutes going, am I doing something wrong? Should I be doing this? Yeah. Am I allowed to do, you know, that feeling, that sense of just feeling like you're always yep. doing something wrong. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was a nice <laughs> feeling. It feels like the shackles are off for us here in Sydney and uh, right. life is definitely feeling a lot more normal. So James, we're going to talk tonight about what that means for real estate. Um, I'll tell you what, I've been searching high and low for a lot of this information over the last 24 hours, it's damn hard to find. That's right. And again, that sort of proves that with this information coming out, it's it's overboard, or sorry, overload, I should say, for, for the government trying to release this to keep every different industry satisfied that you've got everything. But they make errors. They don't release everything as quickly as we all probably want. But when you can find the information, you still have to be sort of dancing on eggshells a little bit to make sure that you've got everything correct. Because as you say, We've been looking over our shoulder thinking, am I doing something wrong? Have I forgotten yeah. something? And that's been what the last couple of months have been like. So back to normality, but with a bit of a twist from the last 18 months, I think. Yes. Um, but for real estate, what does that mean for us, Lise? So look, you know, the last four months or thereabouts that we've been in lockdown, certainly here in Sydney, it's actually been a very, very busy market. Unlike many industries that had to shut down, Real estate yeah. was one of those few industries that could operate, but we had um, heavy regulations around what we were and weren't allowed to do. So obviously auctions all had to be converted online. Um, open homes were no longer, we had to do the private one-on-ones. So there was a lot of regulations around that COVID safety plans and all that sort of stuff. But today, the information that I've been able to find, um, and I heard it myself through the Real Estate Institute of New South Wales a few hours ago, open homes are back so no more private one-on-one -on -one inspections and auctions are back as well james which is exciting yeah well we've we've had to change tune massively with almost everything that we do um except for maybe the back end sort of stuff but everything that's out yeah. um out with the buyers out with the vendors meeting up with people and we're very exposed in the community as real estate agents so we had quite a yeah. large responsibility to uphold those rules and make sure that we're doing everything compliantly because compliantly because it's it's been a really difficult time for everyone but where as you say one of the industries that instead yeah. of slowing down we've sped up because of all these changes um so it's going to be great to have a bit of normality again well it will and you know it's funny because you know when initially when the change occurs you're like oh god how are we going to run all these listings doing all these private appointments and then you work out great strategies around how you're going to do it so for us as an agency, just for anyone who's watching, we would still book out the one hour time slot and then we'd fit in the private inspections within that time frame. But logistically, it was a nightmare that we got used to. Um, the trickiest part for me, and I'm sure many agents that are watching and buyers as well, was that 
you could only come through one person at a time. So if you were a husband and a wife or a family, um, yeah. you sort of had to tag team or book out a couple of appointments. It was one buyer, one agent in a property at the same time. Um, so now guys, just for anyone who's watching, we can do open homes again. We must abide by the four meter square rule inside and the two meter square rule outside. So we can't take 30 groups of people through a property. Um, we've still got to be very careful how we monitor that as well. Um, yeah. And of course, still abiding by all of those COVID mm -hmm. safety rules. James, someone was asking me today about face masks. Um, again, hard information to find, but common sense prevails and just says wear them because um, yeah. you can't get in trouble for wearing them. So just wear them to the open homes, guys. Um, you know, we, 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 I think that's a smart option. Yeah, well, that's it. We again, even just because it's Freedom Day, as everyone's been labeling it, it doesn't mean everything goes back to the pre-COVID world. We still have coronavirus in the community. I don't like to talk about it because it's one of those things we've all spent countless hours on. But yeah. uh, again, being in the forefront, we have to be able to, you know, show that we're actually taking it seriously. And if masks came off straight away, I think it's a pretty bad look. So, you know, it's a personal decision and and, and company decision. But you know, to go back yeah. to normal and forget about it like it didn't happen. I don't think that's a very good look either. So there's, there's lines that you have to be very careful not to cross over because there's a lot of gray during this last three months and, and even 18 months. And look, I still don't think, I mean, honestly, I was putting into Google earlier on, James, before we came on service New South Wales rules for real estate. It is impossible to find this kind of information. Um, yeah. So this is just information that we've been able to find out. As I said, the Real Estate Institute of New South Wales have done an awesome job at keeping us updated. A huge yeah. thank you to, to you know those guys for keeping us updated and to Tom Panos as well. Um, a couple of people have reached out today actually to me and just said, you know, what's the story with being vaccinated? Again, I think it's best that we just refer to the Service New South Wales website. My yeah. understanding um, here as we do this tonight, James, is that um, you don't have to be vaccinated to come and view an open home. But again, that's just my interpretation um, is that you don't have to be vaccinated if you want to inspect a home. And I also understand that you can also show a property if you are not vaccinated. However, if the vendor or the landlord um, uh, don't allow that and they do want vaccinations to be in place, then that's their prerogative, right? It's their it's their property. Yeah. And again, it's a it's a double edged sword. It's going to work in favor for some situations and maybe not for others. But we as agents, we're working for the client. Um, we also have to, to follow you know, the instructions of them. It's not always just set what we see in the paper, what the REI releases. There are little areas too that that we have to abide by, which are just you know general yeah. rules of thumb or just from conversations that we have with our clients. So yeah, look, it's a big change. And to go back to normal, I think no one will just bounce back to what we had three or four months ago. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of silver linings, I think, between what we did do previously and what we've done in the last three months. And there's probably good and bad from both. So it'll probably make us bigger, better, stronger um, and more efficient for Agreed. the future moving forward as well. I agree. And look, there's no doubt if you just have a look at what's going on overseas in the UK and and in America, I was actually doing some training to some, a whole lot of UK agents last week. Um, and they were saying, look, everything is relatively back to normal, um, but they still continue to have the snap lockdowns and they can come yeah. at any moment, right? So yeah. I guess we all assume like we're out and this is it, here we go, we're off and running. 
but at any moment we can go back into these snap lockdowns and the great thing is as you said james the silver lining is we know how to just maneuver back into um going and doing those private one-on-ones very very quickly hey i've got a question for you um yes. and also guys feel free to comment here novak properties is the page where you should be putting your comments through any agents that are watching um, I'd love to know what your thoughts are on the private inspections versus open homes. Yeah. James, what's your take on it? Like, which, which one do you prefer? Again, I don't think you can prefer one or the other because they both have pros and cons. Um, the pros of the open homes are that people can come and go as they please. They have more time to be able to wander, take it all in. Um, but you have less conversation with the agent probably, particularly if they're busy Great. at a popular property. The other side of it is private inspections has been really beneficial because we as the agents showing the property, trying to sell it, trying to get to know the buyers and what they're really looking for, we can build better yeah. relationships with the buyers as well. So I agree. There's, there's, there's certainly a couple sides and I've personally really found it to be beneficial with the people and the conversations I've been able to have with my um, yeah. prospective purchasers. Um, it's made a real big difference. But again, some of them, um, logistically or because of the logistics are a bit disgruntled because there are times when we had to say look we, we really have to be sensitive with time there are other people here so there are cases where people have been pushed in and out quicker than we would like yeah. um but again for the most part people have been really understanding of that they 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 know what's going on around us just as well as we do um so i'd say for the most part people have been really good and and yeah um, you know helped us out as much as they could as well within reason I agree. And look, while those buyer numbers were obviously lower, as in at an open home, guys, we can expect to see anywhere between sort of 50 to 30 groups of people coming through um, at an open home doing these private one on one inspections. We were seeing anywhere from sort of four to, you know, 10 yeah. uh, on average, I'm talking about coming through an open home, but they were four to 10 hugely qualified buyers, red hot buyers. So they're yeah. extremely qualified. Um, and I agree, I think the quality of conversation that you're having during these private inspections, albeit they were very short, um, were actually great because again, you were dealing with roaring hot buyers. So, you know, that was the part that I loved. Logistically, absolute nightmare. I can be carrying up to 20 listings at a time, um, trying to do private inspections for 20 listings. Yeah. You know, there's, it, it's a really, really tricky process. Um, we did it and uh, it worked. Um, but, you know, I'm very excited to be going back to open homes without a doubt. So, guys, for those of you that have just tuned in, real estate, we are back. We are allowed to do open for inspections and uh, also auctions as well. On-site auctions are now allowed. Um, I'm super proud of the real estate industry as well. I think we did an awesome job. Um, we're all tired. We've not had a break. It's been extremely busy. Um, I know many of my friends are actually in hairdressing and they've gone back today and they're like, you know, it's just been absolute chaos. But I'm like, yeah. you've had four months off, <laughs> you know, <laughs> with all due respect. Us agents well, have worked it. our little butts off for the last four months. You know, we're, we're all dragging our feet. It's, it's a time we're tired. Well, that's it. And look, there's, there's never enough hours in the day for real estate agents anyway. There's always something extra that you can be doing. Um, you hope that the people who have had the time off have been able to enjoy it with their families and you know have have good enjoyable 100%. time um so that hopefully for them i know i know there's been probably a lot of financial strain and other pressures along with yeah. it but there's good and bad for all 
Um, we're leading up to an even busier time of year. Um, I know, Lise, we were having a little conversation then, and I'll let yeah. you go into that. But Christmas, oh, my sorry, goodness. Springtime, yeah. springtime is busy as it is anyway. But yeah, Lise, have you noticed a difference just in today? And it's interesting because yeah. you can really mark it as a singular, a singular point in time where it really does just switch. Um, and I think you really experienced that today more than yeah, most. Yeah, so I, I got smashed today. I did 10 appraisals, 10. So um, I, I normally do, you know, quite a, a decent amount of appraisals a day, but 10, it was almost like, you know, literally yeah. on the hour I was getting called in to do an appraisal and they were all roaring hot appraisals. People that yeah. are like, okay, we're back. Let's go. We want to sell the property now that everything's open again. And I was like, wait, what? We've been like running... <laughs> you know, running uh, like mad for the last four months. <laughs> um, but it was interesting. I think it's the mindset, James. So there is no doubt we are going to see a huge amount of stock hit the market. And again, we were yeah. talking about this off air and you were like, wow, we're just going to get flooded with property. But there's also been a lot of buyers that have been waiting for this day to get out and buy property. Yep. So well, you I can actually just, you think can... the market's going to start to even itself out a little bit now. Yeah. Well, just on that topic of buyers, and it was something I didn't consider before we were chatting before, but you think we've been stuck in our LGAs. There are people that want to move onto the Northern Beaches. Northern Beaches has been booming in so many different in, yeah. in so many different ways, but the people who've been living in the East or the city or the West or wherever they might be outside of the beaches, they've been refrained and having to, having to stop. I know there might've been some expe ex exceptions here or there, but all of a sudden it's like, right, game time again we can go we can travel to where we need to within new south wales within reason yep. um let's go make decisions and let's go get it happen yeah I, I agree and also i think people were nervous james to get their property on the market we've seen obviously a huge um a, a huge amount of vendors wanting to move out of area so on the northern beaches i feel like half the vendors i'm talking to want to move up north um and then of course we've got a big influx of people coming into the area as well but I think many of the vendors that I've been speaking to were nervous about getting their property on the market now. They were worried that they were going to sell and then um, they weren't going to be able to move up the coast. So they've been in this holding pattern for the last four months. But honestly, yeah. every phone call for an appraisal today was how quickly can you get me on the market? We want to move yeah. now before Christmas. Right. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the market. What do you reckon, James? What do you think is going to happen with the market now? Look, I, I think what you said, the, the buyer activity is going to absolutely soar now that people have freedom to, to, to do what they want. And even conversations that I've been having, people are saying, if I can't look at it physically, if I can't smell it and touch it, it's too big a decision to make without yeah. being able to, you know, use those use those senses. So people are going to say, right, well, it's showtime. Let's go make decisions. It's Christmas. It's a good time of year to do it. So I think there will be more stock coming to market, but that'll be equalized by the serious buyer activity. People still trying to get in on the current interest rates. So like ever, there's yeah. always multiple factors. But yeah, I think it's just going to go from strength to strength and then see what happens on the other side of the year. Agreed. Now, APRA is something else that's coming up a lot in conversations lately. Vendors are saying to me, what do you reckon? Is it going to get tighter now with buyers? Um, no doubt it will. But I'll tell you what, guys, we're extremely resilient in real estate because if it's not difficulty getting financing, it's something else. You know, the market's gone up, the market's gone down, the market's too hot, there's no buyers, there's no listings. We are so resilient in real estate. It's like, oh, what, what challenge are we dealing with this week? 
Um, I do think that it is going to slow the market down. Um, but in saying that, people always need to buy and people always need to sell. All right. So I think if there's something that we've all learned in real estate over the last couple of years, it, it, it is that it is damn resilient, you know. Yeah. So property prices have held their own and then some increased by, gosh, on the northern beaches, we've seen property prices increase as much as 50 to 60 percent. Not sustainable. Yeah. Um, something does need to slow the market down. But for those of you buyers that are watching, that are thinking, you're going to wait off until the market comes down. Guys, do not wait. It doesn't happen. It does not happen. It may cool off a little bit and start to level out. Um, but again, James, we were just having this conversation off air. And, you know, you've got to buy when you find the property that you like, right? Yeah. There's no point saying, oh, we're just going to wait a little bit. and Let's see what happens after Christmas. And if you find a property and you like it, put an offer in. That's what you need yeah. to be doing. You know, and, and for vendors, for sellers that are watching and wondering when is a great time to get your property on the market, have you waited, have you left it too long? The answer is no, definitely not. Um, yeah. I actually think we're not going to have much of a Christmas or New Year in real estate. I think we're just going to sail all the way through. I think it's going to remain busy all the way through. My This is, again, my prediction until at least mid-Jan, I think it's going to be a very, very busy time in real estate. What do you reckon? Yeah, look, from, from the activity that we're having within the office, um, I can't talk for other agencies, but we've been getting busier and busier. Lisa, you just described um, the day you've had today. I think there's been more and more of a trend of that week by week where we're yeah. thinking in our sales meetings, we're you know, like, wow, it's picking up and we're noticing it more and more each time. And it's almost like you get to a threshold and then it surpasses that the next week and you just think, how long can this keep going on for? But it's it's positive activity. It's not negative activity. I think that it's just going to continue in the way that it has for the last couple of months. And Agreed. I think there's more growth to come. Maybe not the, the extreme levels of growth that we've seen. Um, we've seen the housing market just go off, spin bananas. Now the apartment market is yep. starting to really creep as well. So that divide is probably closing a little bit. Um, but I think that also on its own leaves more room for growth in both sides. So you never know. It's like anything. It's like a piece of string. Um, but we can only tell you what we're seeing on the ground. And that's that we're busy. People wanting to sell. People were wanting to sell during lockdown. But now the people that were waiting are just saying, as you say, yeah, it's the time is right. So there's no better time than now at the end of the day. Agreed. Agreed. So, yes, we're going to start to see more stock coming on the market. Yes, it is a great time to be selling. Look all around in real estate. I think it's very, very positive news. Um, and as I said, open homes starting back today. Um, on-site auctions, you know, there were many people, many vendors that I would speak to that would say, well, you know, we'd want to put the property to auction, but we're worried that we're not going to get a great result if we do it via Zoom or one of these online platforms. Um, you know, we... I think, we, I think the evidence now speaks louder than anything else. That I, for fact, for future reference, online auctions are an absolute dream as well. Again, logistically difficult on the back end, but the results have been staggering from day one of online auctions Phenomenal. all the way through. And if you've got a good auctioneer, yeah. um, shout out to Vic LaRusso. If you've got a good auctioneer like Vic, um, you find those results either way. And obviously the good agent representing you as well. So yeah, so I many agree. little things going on. I agree. So guys, let's finish up, James, just with some tips. If you're a buyer, because I know buyers are very stressed in this sort of market. If you're a buyer, Here's the tips, right? 
if you find a property that you like, put in an offer. You can put in an offer there at the open home, give the offer to the agent and back it up in writing. All right, that's yep. number one. Number two, have a great solicitor or conveyancer that you can contact at any time. Because you think about it, guys, often you are viewing a property and when is game day for real estate? It's on a Saturday. Saturday. So if you can't get a hold of your conveyancer or solicitor on a Saturday, but someone else can, they're already well ahead of you. By the time you go and you know start to move forward on your property transaction on a Monday, that property could be sold. All right. So make sure that you've got a great solicitor or conveyancer. We always recommend using a mortgage broker as opposed to going to the banks because yeah. if you're having difficulty getting your finance, they can go out to a multitude of lenders. All right. So mortgage brokers always are the way to go. Happy to refer you guys as well if you don't know anyone and speed moving quickly. The yeah. amount of buyers that will come through these inspections or open homes and then they call me on a Tuesday and they go, okay, great, we're ready now. And I'm like, all right, well, the property sold on the weekend, guys. So move quickly, all right? It's not, a, it's not a sales pitch. In this kind of market, we can be selling properties sometimes within hours. So make sure you, 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 you're moving quickly. Um, and listen to the advice of the agent as well. We are there to guide yeah. you. Yes, we work for the vendor, but I can tell you now, James, I mean, you know, the amount of information and assistance we give to the buyer is, is incredible. We are here to help you. You know, we want the sale for our vendor as well. So take on board the advice of the agent. It's really important. Yeah. Um, James, we've got any questions <laughs> that are coming through tonight? I yeah, can't, so I can't a, see we, anything here on my we, screen. We have had a couple of comments. So Stephanie Laver, beautiful, so absolutely fair and equitable discussion. We've been doing it for the last 18 months and we'll keep doing it. Why would our industry need to do a 360 view? It's just yeah. been like Mark mentioned the word pivot earlier. The pivot was the word of COVID-1. <laughs> where did, where did that word go? <laughs> it just, just, just where, disappeared. But I think we all... Everyone was like, if you say that word to me one more time, <laughs> everyone's sick to death of it. <laughs> but I think I think we did. We pivoted, but then we adapted really quickly. So again, like I said just before, I think we'll we'll bounce back and we'll use some of these little little changes or intricacies that maybe yeah. we don't need to do anymore to our benefit and vice versa from from things that we didn't do previously that this has probably helped us to to learn to sharpen a few more tools so yep, yeah i think agreed. we're just going to get stronger and stronger and stronger agreed. look i think you know um we were already a bit of a rickety industry um i've always said that sorry guys but we we have been a bit of a rickety industry sort of set in our yeah. ways and i think this has been a great learning curve for a lot of us i mean i've certainly been doing my raw videos now for years um, but they sure as hell came in handy during COVID because sometimes yeah. that was all we had was just good old iPhone photos and a, and a rickety video. Um, but it's made the industry realise that that's really all you need. Um, you know, that's what people want. They're happy to see it fast and furious and they don't care if it's raw and authentic. So I think, you know, there's a lot that we've learned from this um, that yeah. often the tools are right there in our hands and, um, you know, we don't need to be spending uh, spending uh, un unnecessary money on getting these beautiful professional videos. Mr. Novak, what have you got to say for yourself? I think <laughs> he's, he's gone he'd mute. Just come and he'd just he's, come he's... and join it. He'd just come and join <laughs> us. James, any other comments there? Look, we, we've had quite a few actually. We've got Anmol um, spent two and a half hours at a rental property with 28 families coming through. Um, 
yeah, look, I know the feeling, Anne. I'm going to trump you. Yeah. I had an, I had five hours of back-to-back privates on Saturday with one property, and takes it out of you. And also, you're spending a lot of time on one focus when we're supposed to be around yeah. everything. So, you know, I think agents have had a difficult time logistically. Hopefully, that improves in the future, or you know, in the next you know, Anmol, that's a want. really good point because I have to say that rental market. So first, it was houses, crazy. You know, property prices on houses, crazy. Property prices on apartments, they're now having their run. Next in line, rental market. Watch yeah. this space. Those rentals are going to go absolutely bananas. So we manage over 1,600 properties and usually we've got about 40 vacant. I think at the moment, James, we've got about 12. As yeah. people are getting more and more outpriced from the market, they're now yeah. buying over these rentals. So, and the great thing with rentals is you can use the word offers over. We can't use yeah. that in uh, in sales anymore. We used to be able to. Um, but the great thing is, is that commercial we can use well. that. Commercial and reason. commercial. And, and, com and commercial as well. So, you know, that's a great thing. If you want to be able to get it, to be, to be getting the most amount of money for the landlord, and you've got multiple applications, offers over, guys. Go, you know, put in, put in your best offer for rentals. But that's the next one that's going to take off. Um, Mark, do you want to add anything? These small buttons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I, I just want to say it's it's a beautiful world, and, um, and I love Australia, and I'm just happy happy to be free today. Thank you, Mark. We're back. Amazing, We're back. amazing, amazing input. We are back. I must say, it does feel good, guys. Go out, enjoy yourselves. Um, we've booked a restaurant tomorrow night with our family, which I feel like we haven't done, but we haven't done it in so long. Um, thank you to Pika. Thank you, Pika Angelo. Well done, Lisa. Thank you. Um, you know what? It just feels good. And I've got to say, I think we've all done a friggin' awesome job. I really do. And you know what? It we all deserve hard. to go out it to the pub hard. and have a drink. Hey? It was really hard. Like, I think, I think Aussie, yep. New South Wales, like, I think everyone, it's no doubt it was a big job and it was a hard job for everyone, but we, we pulled it off. Yeah, well, that's and look, it. everyone's well, had their own. Everyone's had their own level of difficulty, right? Because some people weren't strapped for money. Um, some people were stressed because they had people, you know, friends and family that weren't well. Um, some people are just exhausted and overtired. Um, some people have suffered mentally, um, you know. But everyone's, I think, everyone's had their fair share, and we are all absolutely ready to get out and just start to live life again. And I just want to say, like, I think we've done an awesome job i really do whatever everyone's political views are and views on COVID and vaccines at the end of the day for what it's worth i think we still live in a friggin awesome country that's Aussie, it guys Aussie, that's Aussie, a take oi, oi, oi. <laughs> i'm gonna go have a drink now on that note <laughs> james well, thank you so have, much it's been fun we've got summertime to enjoy coming up as well so i think times are going to get better and better thank you yep, lisa agreed. thank you thanks quarter. everyone Thanks for tuning in, guys. See you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Oh, I didn't do the video.